Hey there, I'm Sarah Zarella, a portrait and wedding photographer and your host for Wedding Secrets Unveiled. This is a podcast where we cut through the complexity of wedding planning, leaving you with everything you need to know directly from the industry experts. If you want to simplify your wedding planning while having fun, of course, you came to the right place. Join me while I guide you through your planning, starting from your engagement to your big day where you say, I do. After photographing for the past 19 years, I am sharing with you tips and tricks to cut through the excess noise because I believe from the moment you said yes, your planning experience should be a magical time in your life. Here you will find episodes that are fun, stress-free, and straight to the point with a fresh, honest take on the reality of what you really need to know about planning your perfect day. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled podcast, friends. Today, I'm going to be speaking with Denise Poliquin. She is the owner of Worldwide Travel. She's going to be talking about honeymoons, and I'm really excited to have her on. I know that you, as the listeners, have reached out to us about having a travel agent, and I am so excited for you to listen to my conversation with Denise. She's really going to kind of go into the importance of why planning in advance is important but also too she's going to go over budgeting for your honeymoon she's going to go over making sure that your dreams become a reality we're going to talk a little bit about popular spots she's going to kind of give you some tips and tricks about where to go what the difference is about hiring a travel agent versus not hiring a travel agent so this is a really fun conversation i mean who doesn't like travel right So if you are thinking about traveling, whether it be for your honeymoon or just traveling in general, this is a great podcast episode for you. Well, hello, Denise. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Good. Thank (laughs) you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. (laughs) We had a lot of our listeners reach out and ask about the topic of travel. So I obviously put out my fielders out Mm -hmm. there and I wanted to get the best of the best. And here we are. Awesome. Awesome. It's exciting. Thanks. I know. I'm, I'm really excited to have everybody learn a little bit about travel and vacation. I mean, who doesn't want to sit and listen about that? It's a really important part of life. Right. I really do need to do it. I love it. Well, let's just get into it, Denise. Okay. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, who you serve, and what you do in your business? Sure. I'm Denise Poliquin, and I own Worldwise Travel. And I have been owning my own agency. I've owned my own agency since 1985 I opened up. But prior to that, and I'm dating myself, yikes, um, in 1972 I graduated from high school, worked in the industry, left for a while and did a lot of traveling in between, came back, worked for another agency for probably a year or so and realized, man, I want to do this on my own. So um, left, I had a decent following at that time. So I left and I opened up my own agency in 1985 and here I am in 2022 still in business. So I'm really proud of that, honestly. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, there's been a lot of changes in the industry, a lot of, oh gosh, I could go on and on how much has changed since I began. But basically what I find the most fun and what I really enjoy is just people have dreams about where they want to go, what they want to see, what they want to do. And I, I really enjoy making that happen for them so it's not just like i want to go somewhere blah 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 and i'm just you know writing things down and then just hand them something i'm totally more of a crafter and really try to get into what people are looking for what they want to do 
you know, how they want to do it because there's lots of different modes of travel. So I try to tap into all of that for folks and really kind of fine tune and craft an individual trip for each people. Even if it's on a group tour, it still can be an individual trip. I love honeymoons because they're, you know, people are excited and it's a beginning of something new and they're excited. So it makes me excited and it's just fun. It's really fun. So I like, love working with honeymooners and it doesn't matter where you are either. <laughs> so I can help all over the place. All over the place. So <laughs> what is the name for the listeners? The name Sure, is? sure. I'm actually located in um, Seekonk, Massachusetts, you know, official headquarters in the big town of Seekonk, Mass. However, <laughs> um, I do have clients pretty much all over the USA. I do have some in Canada. I have friends that live in Europe, but just it's a little bit easier not to get into the price dollar changes and such. But they're great resources for me if people want to go there. And in <laughs> the name of your business is Worldwide Travel. Worldwise. W-I-S as in Sam E. Worldwide Travel. The logo is an owl with the globe <laughs> in its eyes and such. So, yeah, just worldwide. <laughs> and so basically you are located in Seekonk, Massachusetts. Yep. However, you can service all over the nation. Absolutely. So let's really get into it sure. and see what we can do about like talking a little bit about you. You talked a little bit about the honeymoon mm -hmm. and that's kind of one of your faves. It is. So let's talk about honeymoons. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Why do you feel that it's so important that people take their honeymoon? Good questions. Um, some of the first things that come to my mind is you're exhausted after a wedding. You have been planning and looking forward to and details and you have such a wonderful, wonderful day and then it's over. <laughs> right. And you kind of go, no. So have a little something else to look forward to where it's just going to be for you. A lot of the wedding, you, you know, probably will have to admit is a lot uh, for other people. It's not just for you folks, it's for other people. So the honeymoon should be just for you, for the two of you to relax, go away, enjoy each other's company, reflect on the day, reminisce, remember how maybe Aunt Sally fell down because she had too many champagnes or how, you know, <laughs> just funny little things that happened at your wedding that probably went by so fast and you didn't remember them. Well, now you have time to relax and remember them before jumping back into, oh, I got to go back to work or I've got to, you know, take care of the children again. You know, it's, it's different. It's different. So it's important to do that. Plus, it's maybe one of the times in your life that you can justify the expense of taking a trip and going away. Um, which would bring me into a budget in a minute, you know, in a little we'll bit. We'll talk about but budget for Yeah, sure. of yeah. course. But it's the time where you can justify spending that extra money because later down the line, if you don't have children now, perhaps it is a dream to have children, own a home, the car breaks down. There's so many other expenses that you're going to, that are going to come up in life that you're going to say, oh, that's that like travel is like a luxury. I can't afford to go on that trip that I want to because I got all these other expenses, but honeymoons are something that you can justify in your mind. And a lot of people help you out paying for that, which <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's interesting because I, I remember when I, when I got married, uh -huh. I, you know, it's, 
still very fresh when you talk about the honeymoon and what you were just talking about but, uh, yeah. as far as something to look forward to after. I do remember all the excitement about the wedding, right. the wedding weekend. A lot of times it's a wedding weekend for people because they have guests coming in town and they're entertaining and they're seeing people. Correct. And then, you know, I really remember, what was funny about it is I remember like when everything was done, mm -hmm. I forgot, oh, when I was in the moment, I forgot about the honeymoon. And then when everybody <laughs> left, I'm like, oh, that's right, we have the honeymoon, <laughs> you know? You brought um, up something more fun to exactly. think about. <laughs> and, you, and there is a such thing as like, kind of like the wedding blues. Like you you, you, you come down from this little bit of the high, yeah. you're like, oh, everything's done. Yeah. But then you have the honeymoon to look forward to. Right. Um, but with that said, you talked a little bit about budget. You said that word. So uh -huh. let's, what, what do you mean by this? Sure. So um, weddings are expensive. Everybody knows. It's not, it's really difficult to get away from that. Um, so wedding, with your wedding expenses and you're thinking, I've got this much for a photographer, this much for flowers, and you're gathering that information from professionals, you're, in, you know, talking with professionals, seeing what they do. You know, I'll say for photographers, is that the style? Uh, flowers, are those the kind of flowers I want? So it, it basically all falls into a budget of what you feel you can spend on your wedding. Well, the honeymoon is also part of a wedding. It really is. It's part of you getting married. And you should be thinking in the back of your mind, I've got this. I can work with this. What do we feel comfortable spending on our honeymoon? And I always say go above your budget because chances are you're going to go above your budget. But that's okay. And if, I, you know, if somebody can make it come down a little bit, bonus. But think a little bit large. And kind of feel out what you're comfortable or what you can afford, basically. You know, you don't want to go into debt with everything and certainly not over a honeymoon. I mean, maybe it can go on the credit card and you can pay it off in a short amount of time, but you don't want to be paying off a honeymoon for years to come like a student loan. That's not the point. It really isn't. And I've done honeymooners who just maybe take a weekend away because honestly, that's all they can afford. And then I've done three-week honeymoons to all over Europe because that's what they want. So figure out how important is the honeymoon in your scheme of things. Think about justifying the expense because it may be the only time that you can. And plan in advance if you can, not last minute. The advancer is going to give you more options of rooms, etc., and prices. Well, that actually leads into my next question was mm -hmm. I was going to ask you, like, how far in advance should people plan their honeymoon? When should they start talking to you? Sure. And also, what is the pros and the cons of that? Correct. So I honestly, and I, it doesn't happen that often, but I honestly really like to start the conversation about 11 months in advance, uh, especially if it's going to be somewhat of a honeymoon that maybe involve a lot more things than just hopping on a plane and flying to an all-inclusive resort. Um, 11 months is good because I can then start watching prices and trends and watch for sales. I do have a couple that, oh my gosh, like 2021 plan their 2023 honeymoon with me. And at the time I thought, but looking back on why they did that, and it was so smart because A, they just have to put a deposit down. If the price goes up, you're protected. If the price goes down, it can be adjusted for the lower price. So it's a win-win situation. Interesting. And you keep tabs on that for the couple. I very much try to do that. Um, I 
really keep a good eye on where my clients are going, what they're doing. I know certain seasonal sales come out. So if their dream is to go to say Aruba, but they give me a year in advance, I know that in November there's a lot of Aruba sales. So as long as I know what they're doing, I could hold that room, but then when the sale comes out, I can adjust it for the lower price. So, so basically, the more lead time is great. And, and you know what? You said something earlier, too, that I just want to kind of circle back around. Sure. You said something about how, and I know we can talk a ton about oh, this. Oh, I could talk all day. This, 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 <laughs> Once they get rolling. <laughs> um, I know, I mean, we could talk about this certain topic, but just really quickly, sure. you said a little bit about travel, um, your industry has changed. What are you seeing, just really, sure. the, the difference between now and maybe 10 years ago? Okay. Well, the internet has exploded, and there's a lot more knowledge at everybody's fingertips, and there's a lot more choices. Back in the day when I started out, you had maybe four major airlines. You know, you had two that are going to Europe, two that are going to the Caribbean, and one that's going to Buffalo, New York. Um, and the prices were definitely more fixed and they did not change like they do now. There were three fares, first class, coach, and it was called the seven day super saver. If you booked your flight seven days advance and stayed over Saturday night, you got the best flights. That has all gone out the window now. You f flights and fares can change every day of the week. I've quoted somebody um, at 10 o'clock in the morning when they made, and I'm talking about flights, not so much hotels. At 2.30 when they decide let's book that flight, the price has changed, either for the worse or sometimes for the better, but it just fluctuates constantly. Um, and in the old days, you again, the information wasn't out there. Now anybody can Google where they wanna go, read about it, and there's a thousand different ways to book it on the internet, where before you, there weren't basically you'd had your travel agent so that's how our industry has changed a lot is uh, there's a lot of people out there who are do-it-yourselfers which is great but there's a lot of people that uh, there's in a way it's kind of switched when all the internet stuff first came out that's what everybody flocked to because they thought they were getting a better deal oh I'm, it's cheaper i don't have to use a travel agent i can go online well now there's so much information out there so much you know, places to sift through. Are they legit? Is this price for real? It's overwhelming, totally overwhelming. And to just to sit down with somebody and just say, this is what I want to do. I'm seeing all kinds of crazy things. Travel agents can search out the best You can, deals. you can basically, you, I mean, this is your industry. So you yeah. can basically kind of see where something's bogus and something's not. Also too, right. you know, I, I, I can tell you personally, my, sure. my experience, a lot of times when there's delays, cancellations, mm -hmm. and flights, the travel agent handles that, and you don't have to sit on the phone for an hour Correct. and 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 figure out where where. I mean, I remember right. there was you know in New England here we obviously have to deal with a lot of times mm -hmm. snow and weather and yep. and so I you know especially too when you're starting to get into the fall and up here it's hurricane season and there's a lot of stuff going on. It so sure there's so it sounds like there's a lot of pros, like you said, and to going with a travel oh, agent. Oh gosh, yeah. And for the last two years when all this COVID stuff, um, I cannot tell you how, what, it went um, March of 2019, I believe, or was it 2020? And I try not to remember. I think it was March of 2020 when everything kind of hit. And I had people leaving in a day and everything was canceled. Yeah. You weren't going anywhere. People calling me, sobbing on the phone. I'm like, hey. 
it was also new to everybody. We were all, as the travel agents, travel industry, we're all trying to sift through, okay, so what goes on? The amount of time I had spent on phones and all hours of the night to get the information for them. I don't, if, if I wasn't a travel agent and I was going somewhere and I hadn't used a travel agent, I would have curled up in a corner <laughs> yeah. because there was just so many. So much going on. Yeah. I, you know, it, it, do, are you finding that right now the travel agent, the travel industry itself um, is still giving the discounts because of they're trying to get back? Or no, you're saying it's prices are super high because people are traveling again. Prices are insanely high right now. The bargains are over. Um a year ago, 10 months ago, they were there. Now that the restrictions are being lifted to go into places, it's, I, I cannot tell you, I'm shocked. I Yesterday, I actually kind of felt sick to my stomach because I was pricing a trip to a Aruba. A certain trip. Oh, geez. And yeah. the airfares. Yes. $2,500 a person to go to Aruba round trip. Yeah. I was family of four. How can... You know, yeah. it really made me kind of ill. So the trend is skyrocket high. There are still places that are less expensive than others, but you're not going to get those deep discounts that you did when the airlines were trying to get people back in or the hotels were trying to get people to travel again. Well, I guess that sort of kind of leads to my other thought is like, mm -hmm. what is a dream versus reality right now? Yeah. <laughs> so dreams. So, all right. <laughs> I <laughs> This is good. This is good. Put you uh, on the spot over here, Denise. <laughs> nope. People come to me and they'll say, because I want people to, when they're thinking about what do you want to do on your honeymoon? What has been a dream destination for you? My dream destination. Not Aruba right now. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> My dream destination is going to New Hampshire to look at the leaves. Fantastic. My dream destination is going to Tahiti, but I have five days vacation. Dream reality you're not going to go to tahiti for five days let's talk more about that or my dream destination is to let's pick a popular destination spot uh saint lucia i know it's popular the caribbean is very popular for honeymoons great there's a lot of different choices out there let's kind of narrow down what you want in a room i want an overwater bungalow fantastic they have them there you don't have to go all the way to tahiti how much do you have to spend what do you think that's going to cost you or, you know, what's your budget? And, you know, it may not be in your budget. So let's maybe just look at an alternative. But the other thing, too, is a lot of folks say, um, I want to fly first class. I only want this. I only want that. And I have $1,000 to spend. So your dream is not reality. So a lot of the times you're, you're kind of, a lot of times you take, because you've seen it all and you do yeah. this every day, you can take someone's reality, give them the right budget, and then they can kind of pick and choose what is important to them. Exactly. Exactly. So with the instance of St. Lucia, I only want an order, a, overwater bungalow. Great. Let's find the dates. Let's, here's the price. Ooh, I didn't think it was that high. Uh, that's out of my budget. Okay. Well, let's take a step back. What is most important to you about this destination what are you hoping to do um is an ocean view that important or would you rather go an extra night maybe and just have a garden view 
so stay longer, but a different type room. So there's of, options that you help couples yeah, with in figuring it out. Exactly. That's, that's great. Because you, like yep. you said, these are things that you may take for granted what you're thinking about to fit everybody into their, their mold. But these are things that you know to ask and like know that it, you, it can, you can fix, fix the puzzle, I guess is what I'm trying right. to say. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, you know, how yep. about how about choosing a honeymoon destination? Mm-hmm. I'm so curious about how people go about doing that. Like, what if someone doesn't really they don't have this bucket list? Mm-hmm. Or and also too, I'm I'm just curious what's the trend right now because it's interesting. As a wedding photographer, one yeah. of the things I love to ask uh-huh. my couples is where are you going because I'm going to live through them. Yeah, I mean I'm stuck at home right now <laughs> with three kids, so I'm not going anywhere. You know, so I'm like where and I hear like I remember a few before COVID, I heard a lot of Greece mm-hmm. that was popping up. I hear a lot of St. Lucia. It's funny you just brought that up. I hear that. <laughs> so there has to be trends. And I want to know why is that happening? Is it price driven? What is happening with those trends? I um, see it. Yeah. Funny that you brought up that you like to ask people where they're going because I always ask people, where are you getting married? What's your venue? Who's your photographer? Do you have a DJ? What do you, you know? Because <laughs> it's fun. I want to know those details. I think it's fun. Oh, you're going to love that place. Oh, she's such a good photographer. You know, just. That's so funny. Fun yeah. like that. I, so I like, love to ask those questions. So yes. Trends. Um, kind of funny, really, I would say younger honeymoon mooners that haven't gone anywhere really are happy with it, just going somewhere. And a lot of them have no clue what they want to do. So I just kind of try to say, all right, what do you envision yourself doing on your honeymoon? Are you sitting by the pool, drinking cocktails? Are you sitting at the bar talking to lots of other people then going out and partying for the night or are you you know sitting on the beach reading a book um, in the evening have a quiet dinner and then you know maybe go to listen to some music and then go to bed so you kind of ask about that Um, couples themselves need to talk about what they want I have had couples come into the office and they haven't had that conversation amongst themselves yet so when I start asking these questions I get two different answers so I'm like okay well let's try to find something in the middle and how important is that aspect to you um trends you asked about That's, yeah, yeah i'm just curious because for some reason i just see i mean granted i hear sure. all sorts of things but there, there's <laughs> there's i don't know i just feel like at, there's a trend I, mm-hmm. I feel like you know let's say like 50 percent of my couples are going in the same area and the other 50 mm-hmm. percent are going all over right I, there has to be right. trends out there like there that, are there are um due to covid trends have changed a lot because oh, of restrictions yeah. going in and out of the countries and a big thing now is that you need to be tested to come home to the United States. Hopefully, oh, that will, still, still, hopefully that will change soon. But how about the Virgin Islands? You still have to do it down there. Mm-hmm. Anything it, internationally? Oddly enough, they consider that international, yeah. which yeah. is kind of crazy. But yeah. <laughs> um, but so you don't need a passport to go there. I so know that's another important question to ask. Do you have passports? Do you have time to get them? Which also Ooh, goes back yes. to planning in advance if you want to go overseas you need a passport if you want to go in two weeks you're not going overseas that's really that, that's actually a great little tip that you just yeah. told everybody it's like you said it takes a while to get your passport so there's and then there's certain places you don't need it correct yeah correct yep. yeah trends greece is still very big mm-hmm. um 
Europe is big, and I would say probably some of the reasons is because of the restric uh, restrictions being eased. Hawaii was incredibly popular. That was a place that honeymooners could go during COVID uh, with a lot of restrictions. The Hawaiian islands did have a lot of restrictions, which they have now removed. And the Caribbean, always very, very popular for East Coast travelers. West Coast travelers, a little bit more, they'll go further. Depends on the time frame. I would say the average time frame for a honeymoon seems to be seven days. Mm -hmm. um, the majority don't typically have more than that, although I have planned honeymoons for two weeks. And if, if they do have a two-week time frame, they want to be gone, then I will suggest places like Hawaii is awesome for two weeks. Even Europe is awesome for two weeks. You can do Europe in a week. Pick one country. Don't think you're going to hop around Europe. You're going to be wasting all your time traveling. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. How about this? <laughs> is there a place that's like a hidden gem that you're like, oh, I, I wish more of my couples went? Or, or when they do go, you're like, this is exciting. It's like a hidden gem. Oh, man. That's I know. a tough one. I know. Putting that's a tough spot. one. Well, yes. <laughs> and it does come down to money. <laughs> I mean, personally. Um, oh, man. That's a toughie. Okay. I personally love the South Pacific. Very much so. I love Tahiti and the islands and that. It's expensive to fly there. If somebody doesn't want to fly, you're going to be on a plane for 24 hours. So, Oh, geez. <laughs> again, dreams versus reality. Right. I hate to fly. You're not going to get on a plane to Tahiti. But there are some great little kind of out-of-the-way, South Pacific-y type vacations yeah, in Tahiti. Wow. Now, on the other hand, if that's really something you're looking for, the island of St. Lucia is called the Hawaii of the East. There's a lot of hidden gems there, smaller properties, all kinds of crazy things. Um, ooh, I got to think about that one. <laughs> I know, I love it. I love it. <laughs> totally got to think about that one. <laughs> what about like, you know, you talked a little bit about the, the you know, couples, sometimes they are right on the same page and sometimes mm -hmm. they um, have two different thoughts. I mean, I'm sure yeah. a lot going into it, they have to think about if they want to be active, relaxing, they want a beach, they want to tour, like... Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about different options, different thoughts going into what what people want on their agenda for their honeymoon. Yeah, and that's something that they totally do need to have a conversation about, whether it's in front of me or amongst themselves, because you will find it different. Um, had they never thought about it or, or even suggested it, you know, what are we going to do on a honeymoon? If a couple, if one person of that couple wants to do nothing but sit on the beach and the other person says no I want to go to Europe and visit all the you know the Colosseum and the Eiffel Tower all of that those are really two different aspects of a honeymoon that need to be talked together talked about together so I try to offer a solution try to see where they could compromise and bend a little bit and I did it. An example, all my client wanted to do was go to Disney World. That's all she wanted to do. The partner hated Disney World, never wanted to go there. That's horrible. Compromise. He wanted to go to Europe and see things, so compromise. They went to France, and then went to Euro Disney for a day, and she was thrilled. Oh, wow, that's, that's so funny. There you go. There's a compromise. There's a compromise. He totally wanted to do, he's a big foodie. He wanted to do all these wine and food tours and such, and she was just like, 
I really don't care so much about that, but I just really... And she was dead serious. I just want to go to Disney. Yeah. So, you know, you think about it. Okay, France, food, culture, wine, historical sites. They have Disney in France, so compromise <laughs> and you know what it's um it's interesting because you're not gonna get you're not gonna get food at disney i'm sorry that's just not it. so there you no. go you're getting the best of both worlds well True. what we're gonna do denise is we're gonna take a quick break and then when we get back okay. i really want to go back into a little bit more why it's important to use a travel agent great Sounds talk good. a little bit about pros and cons and then we sure. also too let's just talk more about some destination spots <laughs> sounds great awesome <laughs> thanks I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. And don't forget, you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And I would so appreciate if you left a fabulous review on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support. And now let's get back to the episode. All right, podcast friends, welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I am talking to Denise today from Worldwide Travel, and we are talking about your honeymoon. But Denise doesn't only do honeymoons. So a little bit before the break, Denise, we said that we were going to talk a little bit about why it's important to use a travel agent versus not. So talk to us. Why is it important? Whether they're doing a honeymoon or just a family vacation or just a vacation Prior to getting married, why is it important for a honeymoon? I mean, why is it important to for use a travel, travel agent? agent. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I might have mentioned um, a little bit before about the options that are out there and restrictions that are out there and how, yeah, things are constantly changing. So probably one of the questions I would ask is why not? <laughs> why not use one? It's actually one of the biggest bangs you can get for your buck because a lot of travel agents do not charge for their services. You are not paying me to book your honeymoon. Some agencies that you may run into may charge a planning fee, may charge a plan to go fee. So, you know, think about that. It's in, it's well worth it, <laughs> probably. I would say still the majority, even if you have to pay them a fee, it's worth it. Because um, they because do the research for you. They they do it all for you. And the ones that, even if they do like a small fee or not a fee, it's a great bang for your buck. So the, I guess the big thing I would say is why not? And I know a person would come back and say, well, I like to do things on my own. That's great. Do all the research you want on your own. But how do you know that is the best deal out there? You think it's a great price, but what are you comparing it to? Friends that went on a vacation, um, something else you see that was $1,000 more. Well, there's reasons for that. Maybe it's a better room or a different flight. There's a lot of things that go into it. So you could spend hours and hours and hours on the internet researching things, comparing prices, um, reading reviews of every hotel that you've never been to. Do you have time to do that? Do you really want to do that before your vacation? Travel agents will do that for you. Most of the time we've been to the destinations, we've stayed at the hotels, we speak to colleagues constantly. There's a whole like interweaving travel agents, helping travel agents, because we all can't be everywhere. But chances are we know somebody who's been somewhere and get suggestions or tap their information or 
a client just came back from such and such hotel and explains the experience there and right you know so but most of the times we try to go to the destinations and inspect hotels really look at them firsthand the other great reason and if boy if this if this last covid thing didn't hit it on the nail i don't know what will but it was such a nightmare when everything got canceled trying to get through to the airlines trying to get through to the tour operators trying to rearrange things plan rebook what are we gonna do <laughs> that kind of stuff we have connections well let me i will say many times we've spent i've spent 12 hours on the phone waiting to get through to somebody you're not gonna do that do you want to do that if you have a travel agent that's my job i have to stay on the phone to get the answer for you basically what happens so i'll stay on the phone <laughs> you all think we have a magic number we don't <laughs> sometimes we do but for the airlines no magic numbers <laughs> we just do the waiting for you to get the answers for you huge huge time saver money wise saving money you may think you've got the best deal but do you we can add value to that we know when sales are coming out we know the best time of year watching the trends when the prices uh, change we have sources that we book through and knowledge that we know about smaller independent companies that are not big on the internet but are so good and so price uh, I, I hate to keep saying price excuse me about that but they're good they're a good value. Yeah, like they're not spending their money getting the highest rankings on the Google. So they're bingo, for, right. bingo, and you know Correct. about that. You know it's interesting because I, I can tell you, you know, obviously I'm not taking a honeymoon right now. I've already done that. <laughs> family but trips. We my, can talk about family right? trips. <laughs> and it, so you know, for everybody who's out there listening, I mean, yeah. whether you're planning a honeymoon or a family trip or trip, yeah. you, you can help them. I, I can tell you, one of the things I do is we mm -hmm. we go away once a year, my mm -hmm. family, and we just basically call up the, call up and say, what is the sales? What are the deals? Because yeah. we don't care where we go <laughs> and, you know, and you know that where they are you yeah. know um but how yep. about somebody who doesn't know where they want to go mm -hmm. and they they but they know they want to go away yeah you know take us to the process of them calling you up all right how do you help them so most of my conversations with a couple um begin most likely with a quick email a little facebook message that's you know the way these the world is these days and we're getting married we want to take the honeymoon we want to go away we don't know what we want to do blah 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 so i like i personally like if they would come in both and talk to me if that's not possible there's zoom there's facebook there's emails there's telephone chat so there's lots of ways i can connect with somebody rather than face to face but the information that i'm gathering is going to be basically the same information so i ask all right so you're not sure where you want to go where have you been what did you enjoy most about that destination where you were what did you hate about that where you were is there a place you don't want to go back to at all um, why is that um, again always got to kind of say you know are you comfortable in what you're going to be spending and a lot of them honestly they don't know what it's going to cost they have no idea because they haven't done it so you know feel them out a little bit um find out what they would like to do on this trip again ask about their dreams is there one destination that you've always thought about in your mind that 
would that be wonderful to go there someday? And it could be two different destinations. But with that, with all of those questions that seem a little bit personal, I ask if they're vaccinated now. I ask if they have passports. Do they want to go out of the country? I'm gathering information and thinking in my head about different things I can suggest. Um, I will ask, do you wish to go to Europe? Is that, you know, and maybe you don't know where in Europe, but is that something that interests you? Seeing the Colosseum or seeing the Eiffel Tower? Or do you just want to go to a Caribbean island? So just kind of get them to think about what they want to do. So, great. So now let's pretend we've decided on a destination. Fantastic. Um, then it's like, where to stay? <laughs> the nitty gritty. Okay, where are we going to stay? Do we want it to include all food? Do we don't care about that? Then the probably the next big thing is flights. Because those are the three things you need. Where am I going? Where am I going to stay? How am I going to get there? So once we get those three big things taken care of, then we can move on to the other nitty gritties. Deposits insurance, how long do I have to pay, what's my final payment date, what should I do in the meantime, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so that's when, you know, you start. Okay, so most destinations require anywhere between a $200 and $400 deposit. If airfare is involved, lots of times you may have to pay that airfare up front. There are some destinations that can be bundled and all you have to do is pay deposit. So I like to look at what's best for others and I'll offer a couple of different examples. Maybe it's gonna cost you a little bit more but you don't have to pay it all up front, you know, the flights up front, so that's good. So after we get all of that, we chat about travel insurance, which is very important to take these days. Then the the intricacies of getting into the country, then what do you want to do when you're there? Optional things. So it, it is a process, but I try to make it smooth. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, for me, it's not that complicated, but it's things you got to think of. So now I'm at the destination where I flew into the airport. Now what? How am I going to get there? How am I going to get to that resort? I've already got that covered without you even asking. I know that's an important part of your trip, but yeah, it's a good thing to know about. How am I going to get there? Yeah. And, well, you know what? All these destinations and things you brought up, you never said the word cruises. What's going on over there with cruises? Cruises are just beginning to come back. They really are. Um, honeymoons. Honeymooners, I don't see a huge trend in honeymooners taking cruises. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But... Um, it is coming back for several years. Obviously, they were grounded and nothing was happening. They are coming back. There's still some cancellations. There's still some restrictions about even going on a cruise. You must be fully vaccinated. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So it is an option, definitely. Um, I <laughs> Maybe I don't suggest it so much. I have personal feelings about them that shouldn't go out there, but it is a great option for people. It is a great option for someone who says, I would like to go to Hawaii, but I only have a week because there is a great seven-day cruise that leaves from Honolulu and visits all the islands. You don't have to pack or unpack. That is a great suggestion for Hawaii on you know, a time frame because you're seeing a lot. The 
four or five day Caribbean cruises, those would be good for someone I would say on a budget. Um, I hate to bring my personal feelings into it. So I feel like that's what I'm doing because cruises are great for some people. Maybe I just don't suggest them all that much simply because I think I kind of like the hands-on experience. Yeah, but also too, you just kind of <laughs> gave them a little nugget about the, the, you, I mean, this is the type of thing that you're just talking about, about why use a travel agent. I mean, you just basically said, Hey, here's a great way to go to Hawaii. If you right. only have a week. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. Or someone who says, I just really want to go and get a sampling of all the different islands, but I don't want to do island hopping. A cruise is a great way to do that because they stop at different islands. Absolutely. So there are great benefits to it for sure. So, you know, all this lovely talk makes me want to go away. <laughs> um, you know, and we, and we earlier we talked about budget. Mm -hmm. You know, but, but for somebody who's sitting here and, and they're listening to our conversation and they want to give you a call and, you know, but, you know, everybody has a budget and, and maybe, yeah. you know, it, what they want to do is not in their budget, mm -hmm. especially for the honeymooners. What is an option that you've seen mm -hmm. that people can kind of, get to their budget or maybe you know there, I'm sure there's some creative ways that people have been doing things to get more money for their budget correct that's true and actually even some of the destinations are I know off the top of my head are in more of a budget than other destinations so for instance right now a great bang for your buck is Mexico or the Dominican Republic there are so many hotels there it's um it beautiful hotels really nice you know, fantastic hotels, but the prices are lower going to those two destinations versus, say, going to anything in the Caribbean that be begins with a saint. St. <laughs> Lucia, saint, you know, St. Kitts, St. Bart's, all of those. So another great idea that you can help add to your budget is basically a honeymoon registry, a honey fund. It's a really big thing now. A lot of couples are living together. A lot of couples are bringing stuff that they had when they had their own apartment and they've got the pots the pans the old traditional wedding gifts that you always needed towels sheets etc so rather than registering say at bed bath and beyond you can register at your local travel agency tell people we are traveling to xyz you can list desk uh, optional tours of what you'd like We'd like to go swimming with dolphins. We'd like a candlelight dinner at the beach. Or we would just like money contributed to our honeymoon. It works out great. A lot of showers that, you know, wedding showers. I've had lots of people who are going there say, can I get a gift certificate for X amount of money to give towards this couple? Absolutely 100%. And the couple loves it because now they can call up and say, how much, you know, Gosh, what did we get? They can boost or up their travel plans. They can plans. boost up their travel plans. You know, right. I, I, I am actually a person that I always take advantage of when I see people listed on their registry. Mm -hmm. I actually also have it for our photography studio. A lot of couples may not have it in their budget yeah. to get certain albums. So they'll do nice. they'll register with us so that way yeah. they can get that archival piece. But the reason why I, I, I love that you brought that up is... I actually am personally somebody mm -hmm. that always takes advantage of that because I like to give my uh, my, my friends money, mm -hmm. but I want to make sure it goes to something that has to do with them and not like their electricity bill, which I'm sure they have to pay. <laughs> but by right. viewing this, you're giving them in essence money, but they are going to enjoy something together. Correct. That and they're you gonna, gave them. Yes. And they're going to remember 
that more than I paid my electricity bill (laughs) with with a gift. (laughs) They, if there's something, if they want, they're they're decided where they're going and they think, oh, I would love just to do this excursion, you know, 180 bucks each. Let's, Let's just think about it. List it on your phone. People love to look at that and they go, oh my gosh, that sounds so wonderful. I would love to give them zip lining through the trees or mm-hmm. a walking tour you know with wine and cheese samples and once they get that the couple's going to remember oh my god i got this from auntie mary <laughs> you know or my great friend yeah. gave me this it really is something tangible versus just kind of out there <laughs> they've right. got a memory of it they're going to have a picture of it they're going to it is a great way to increase your budget definitely well, Denise, before we get into the wrap-up question, I'm going to put you on the spot because I know that you've been everywhere. But I, I would love to share, you, and, I, and I, I'm happy to do the same, your favorite location you've ever gone. Good question. My favorite location is anywhere I haven't been yet. <laughs> fair enough. My, fair enough. Fair enough. My, my favorite is St. John. Ah, mm-hmm. very nice. I have been there many years ago. remember taking the ferry over from St. Thomas. Yes. And snorkeling in the underwater yes. park that they have over on St. John. I love that. All right. Well, then I'm going to make you really think. Ready? Where haven't you gone that you want to go? I've got a big list. <laughs> I've got a big list. I'm fascinated. Maybe it's my age. I grew up in the 60s. Bucket list is Vietnam. Ah, interesting. Totally bucket list. Did you ever go to Cuba when they opened it up? I did not get that mm. opportunity. Did not get that opportunity. I haven't been to Greece yet. Really? But I have not been to Greece, which is interesting because I, I have haven't either. But I, <laughs> the only reason why I say really no, like that I is know. I know t- that a ton of honeymooners sure. were doing that before. Yeah, you know? it's totally on my bucket list. I feel like I know it so well from selling it and doing research about it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Just, gosh, I've done the South Pacific. I've done an African safari. Those are all things I tried to do on my bucket list before I got married and had children and owned a home and such. So I did a lot of traveling before that. Next destination, I would say I would probably think it's going to be someplace in Europe, probably Greece. And then if I really have the time and ambitious, I am going to get to Southeast Asia. Awesome. Most definitely. And you know where else I haven't been? Where? Block Island, Rhode Island. (laughs) Denise! You know what, though, is so funny is, you know, okay, so listen. All right, so for so people who are not local, yeah. I have this conversation all the time with the people who are local here. So Black Island, Rhode Island, look mm-hmm. it up if you're not local. <laughs> Believe it or not, there's so many Southern New Englanders, uh, people from Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, who haven't been there. I actually grew up out there, so my family oh, has a house out there. Beautiful. We we but you know what? It's all people from Connecticut and, and Montauk and us Rhode Islanders and, and like southern Massachusetts. It's literally a half an hour ferry ride to like paradise. And Miss Denise, you need to go out there. I it's crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. And every summer I say, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I, I said, I don't know what happens. <laughs> you know, the, the other thing is too, so during COVID, and I th- and I hope that this trend goes, keeps going a little bit. Um, we, I mean, we talked about all these lavish like, locations, but during COVID when you couldn't really yeah. travel, I was finding a lot of our couples going locally. Mm-hmm. So they were going to Block Island. They were going to Maine. They were going to New Hampshire. I mean, anywhere you are in the nation, 
you know, coming in the U.S., like if you are on the West Coast, come check out Block Island, for right. example, or Nantucket. Right. And if you are local, there's so I think we take for granted. Like I have a lot of my couples who, who literally just go to Newport mm-hmm. just, just for the weekend. It's just to unplug and just be with each other. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, Denise, that kind of leads me to our wrap-up question. Can you go over what are some key points that couples should be asking travel agencies to make sure that they are inquiring, that they're working with a professional company to ensure that their honeymooning and Mm -hmm. even family trip planning is successful and perfect? Referrals are a great reference. If you know somebody that travels a lot, ask them who they use. Are they happy with them? They meet their needs. So referrals are fabulous. I get probably most of my business from referrals, which is a great testament, actually. Um, Ask if they charge a fee for their services up front. Some say, no, we get paid paid by the suppliers. Others will say, yes, I charge an upfront $100 planning fee, which will go towards your trip. And, you know, that's just know it up front. Just know what you're doing up front. And the third one is how long have you been in business? Because the longer they've been in business, the longer they've been hands-on doing it, the more they're going to know about the destinations and most likely have been to the places that you wish to go to and can give you insider tips and help you choose the right spot for your honeymoon. Well, Denise, other than making me want to go away right now, thank you. Um, you, I just want to thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I feel that you really helped our listeners become one step closer to a stress-free wedding planning process. Um, Can you tell everybody who's listening where they can find you? Yes, indeed. So you can find me at in Seekonk Mass. If you want to come into my office, I'm right on uh, Route 44 in Seekonk, Taunton Avenue. Just, I like to have appointments with folks. And so that's if you're local and want to come see me, Taunton Avenue. Seekonk Mass Worldwide Travel. Telephone is 508-336-6868. I am on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram. Emails, worldwisetravel1 <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, but in Facebook, just message me on Facebook. Worldwide Travel is on Facebook. Telephone, I mentioned again, 508-336-6868 is, you know, just make a call. If I don't answer, leave a message, and I will promise to get back to you. And obviously, if you do give Denise a call or reach out to her, ask her if she's been to Black Island by the time you call her. Um, so what I'll do, Denise, also too, for... <laughs> That's going to be, I better answer that. The right question. I better have the answer for that. Fair enough. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> so what I'll do, Denise, is for the listeners, I will have all your information mm-hmm. on our episode show notes where they can find on our blog, all which right. is in our website, which is at sarahsrella.com backslash podcast. That's awesome. This has been so much fun. Thank I, you. I know. Thank it you really for coming. Has, it has been fun. Now I, I've got more things to say. <laughs> Call me. I'll tell you more things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friends. Everybody just uh, have a wonderful week, and we'll catch up with you on our next episode. Thank you for listening to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to tell you something. I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. We love photographing while having fun, of course. 
Check out our podcast page on our website for our show notes along with upcoming episodes with your local wedding experts. Listen in as we help you plan your epic event. And don't forget that you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate if you left a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support and let us know what you think. If you know any wedding experts that would like to be a guest, we have a link directly on our website where they can let us know. Thank you for listening.